This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Also presents Take Care On Air. Interviews, current affairs and events from across Victoria. Also is your community hub and also is proud to sponsor Joy. Hello and welcome to Take Care On Air. I'm Kath Duncan. And I'm Crusader Hillis. Well, today on the show, the Comedy Festival is in full swing. We'll be looking at a fun queer show. Behind you, behind you, I've told it's you say it twice, which is apparently like Puss in Boots for adults. And we'll be chatting to Mark Camilleri from Family Planning Victoria about their same-sex attracted young people's group, which has been running for nearly 20 years now. And if you just heard there on the news, who could uh, who could miss it? It's Shag Week. I think we, we could all do with a bit of that. But anyway, Shag Week on Deakin Uni campus. We'll be checking in with our buddy Dean Beck a bit later on in the show. And of course, Damien Stevens will be joining us live from Goulburn Valley Pride to do the state queer wrap-up. Lots on. Stay with us. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. Yes, and in the studio with us right now, we have Stephen Dawson from Outcast Theatre. Outcast is Australia's only totally queer theatre company and it's staging Behind You, Behind You as part of the comedy festival. Part panto, part comedy. Director Stephen Dawson joins us to tell us more. Hey, Stephen. How are you going? Good Good, Gaff. Good crusader. Okay, Puss in Boots for adults. What happens? Oh, it's well, it's Puss in Boots. But it's pretty, the first half is actually Puss in Boots, is a, uh, but it's a very queer uh, take on the, the story. Very filthy, very funny. Um, a little bit raunchy and very strong language, but a lot of fun. So you're pretty famous for uh, gay male representation in many ways in your show, so we're not going to be seeing Pussy in Boots, are we? <laughs> I wondered about that. <laughs> yeah. No, well, we actually do have a girl in this show. Oh, that's <laughs> oh the token girl. Yeah. Dear Diary. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's not a newie, but it actually it's um, a new experience after so long having a female on my stage. Um, and she, all, What sort of role does she play in She the plays show? a princess. Oh, oh wow. of course. And she's a That's, little bit. That in, would she's be into typically pussy. a male role, wouldn't it be in, in your shows? Well, <laughs> normally, no, there's a few queens, no princesses. Um, so that's Lucky pretty much. You. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really just actually a fun little romp for them. Who right. plays the puss? Um, a young gentleman named Matt Gilsamini, who's been in a few of my plays, and he's very funny and very accomplished actor. And we're taking him over to Edinburgh later in the year to do oh, a couple fantastic. of shows. Now, one of the things I like about Panto, of course, is the audience participation. You know, and I assume that's where the title Hands behind the title, you. That's right. Yeah, uh, surprises though. How are you giving that sort you've, of an adult twist? It's usually about you know the witch or the wolf or well, whatever. Well, you've, traditionally you've got the Panto Dame in there, and we have um, Eden Merton. Uh, well-known in theatre circles, um, playing the panda dame, and he's quite disgraceful. Um, and you can get minties lobbed in strange orifices and things like that. Oh, top. <laughs> so it's very risque. You wrote this one? That's right. I wrote it in about 2004. Um, oh. I it's taken a while, well, I know, I know. I'm a bit of a hack. <laughs> um, I actually wrote it in, originally, the first part of it in... 1997, but we didn't put it on until 2004. And they actually, because Outcast's 15th anniversary, we decided to stage some of the shows that we enjoyed doing the most. And this is one of them. Right. Wow. And um, it's on at the Comedy Festival. We were we had a, a couple of Comedy Festival people on last week, and we've got a couple more on next week. And one of the things that we were talking about was that probably even 10 years ago, 
you'd be very hard to find particularly many queer people exactly on the comedy right. circuit. Uh, what do you think has been the big change, and do you feel welcome in that big comedy festival? Uh, I don't think it's actually. Now? I think it's, I think possibly. I don't know. It's about being welcome. It's actually about people taking the initiative and taking part in it. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. just being a little bit braver about it. And actually, uh, and uh, the queer boys have a lot more uh, visibility these days. So people There's aren't so afraid. There's so many. Oh, no, there's too many. We There's need a good cull. <laughs> Especially among my friends. Yeah. I know all these young up-and-coming ones. That's exactly right. Yeah. Well, I think we've got funnier. I think we're a bit less earnest and I think we're funnier. We certainly don't take ourselves too seriously and I think we can go into areas that other people um, don't think about too often. Angels fear yeah. trade. Exactly right. And we come at it from a very, uh, very queer angle, I suppose. Mm. Joy 94.9 is a GLBTIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. You're, of course, with Take Care On Air with Kath Duncan and Crusader Hillis on Joy. And we're talking to Stephen Dawson about Outcast Theatre, whose performance, Behind You, Behind You, is... Hey, when's it on? It starts tonight. Oh, oh what are you doing timing. in here? I don't Aren't know. I'm so tired. I've had five hours sleep. or something? <laughs> and it's and going to yesterday. be at the Brunswick Mechanics, Mechanics Institute, Institute which right. has become your home since 2002, so that's 10 right. years now. That's right, yeah. And so it's a lovely little theatre. And the theatre is decked out beautifully for this show. Big sets and all that sort of stuff. And lots of colourful costumes, a little bit of Willie, if you're looking the right angle. Uh, oh. <laughs> but not if you're looking at the other angle. No, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I guess and um, people the, have worked that out for themselves. <laughs> yeah. the, I know where to see it. The other thing is that you're unfunded and yet you you do four shows a year that's and right. productions a year. And so obviously the, the money is coming both from yourself but also from ticket sales. How then do you get to go to places like, you know, Adelaide and Perth and, and Edinburgh. To Edinburgh? Well, we try to London. balance it out. We try to work it out that can we make money from this show? Are we going to be able to afford it? And sometimes we, we take a loss and that's okay. I and mean, we certainly, we're taking two shows over to Edinburgh this year and we certainly will take a loss. Um, but we hopefully make it up in future shows. So. How come you're unfunded? Are you just not good at filling out applications? Oh, that's or? what it is. Well, it's <laughs> it, it's a full time occupation filling out applications, and I just don't I agree. Have, I don't have the strength to do it and the willpower. And I, I look at the so first couple of pages. Did you give up? At some point. I gave up. I've got oh. a producer actually who does look at them and does throw them, uh, papers in my in my face saying, "Can you fill out this?" Um, but I go, "Oh no 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 la 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 la." <laughs> I'm in the theatre. Let me just do that. So. Can that I is, give you one yep. quick tip? Um, Moreland might be the way to go. Well, yeah. they they actually support us uh, through the theatre. Actually, we yeah. get a discounted uh, rate for the theatre. But uh, I think uh, well, I know that City of Yarra, City of Port Phillip, um, Hobson's Bay, and and increasingly even Maribyrnong are really starting to support local queer companies. They're really sort okay. of looking at doing it. So if I was you, I'd, I'd go and Hit have a councils. little chat to a, a counsellor. I've yeah. always found them to be very amenable. To just, don't, just don't invite them to your opening nights. It is, <laughs> it is one of those tricky things, though, when you're a, the artist and you've also got to be your own, you know, financial person as well. That's right, yeah. You know, and a lot of us just aren't very good at that. No, no, I'm not very good either. Um, <laughs> so that's why I'm always saying, how much did I lose in that show? Um, and we basically really do depend on... We have a few uh, smaller sponsors, but we really de- depend on people actually just turning up to seeing the shows and word of mouth usually... 
I don't think people have absolutely hated my shows, thank goodness. Um, and we do get people back again and again, not just for the shows. I've had audiences coming that I've seen my shows 20 years ago. So wow. they've seen everything that I've done here and in Sydney. So. Wow. so if you want to get these guys to Edinburgh or Adelaide or even home at the end of the night, exactly come right. along <laughs> and, see, and see Behind You, Behind You Now. It starts tonight. What's its run? Uh, it goes actually, it's only doing uh, 11 shows, so we're just doing two weeks only. Um, before we go straight into rehearsals for our, our next show. And website or? Outcast.org.au. It's got all the information and booking information and everything like that. Fabulous. Thank you so much, Stephen Dawson. Pleasure. From Outcast Theatre there. And that show starts tonight. Don't miss it. Sounds like lots of fun. Coming up, what is coming up, Crusader? Mark Camilleri from Family Planning Victoria. Yes, which is one of the longest-running same-sex attracted young people's groups. Well, they they support that in Australia. Right yes, here on Joy. They do a lot more than contraception these days. Oh, I'm glad to hear. Individual health and well-being through stronger community endeavours. Take care out there. Take care out there. You're with Joy right across Melbourne. And right now, the YAC social support group is for same-sex attracted young people. Now, the group's been running for nearly 20 years with the support of Family Planning Victoria. It's part of Family Planning's mission to work with young people whose lifestyle or life situation may place their sexual health at risk. And in the studio right now, we have community educator and psychologist Mark Camilleri. Hey, hi. Hey, Mark. 20 years. 20 years. What's kept the group going? That's really impressive. Well, uh, do you know, I think the biggest thing is actually it being in the city. There's huh. lots of other same-sex attracted social support groups around Melbourne. But um, I think um, coming in the city, like uh, young people can say to their parents, oh, I'm off to do a bit of shopping, go yeah, and see right. the movie, come and hang out at the queer group. Um, hang up with the other young people and then sneak home. Are there are there young people in the group who who are not out to their parents or family? Oh, definitely, yeah, oh. definitely. Um, we get lots of young people. Actually, a lot of the time it's just their first port of call where they've actually never come out to anyone. They just come out to themselves and they sort of they ring up and they say hi. You know, I found you on the web, or a friend of mine told me, or I found you in wherever they find us. And um, yeah, it's the first time they've ever come. So like they're really really anxious. So sometimes they'll just come up and we'll just show them in the room. There won't even be any yakas there. And they're just, they'll just sit in the kitchen for the, oh, we had one girl who came, I think she came for about three yaks and just sat in the kitchen and looked around the corner and what everyone was doing before she finally joined in. Oh, no, the poor little poppet. (laughs) And are you finding though that there's more and more kids who are sort of turning up quite confidently or don't they need to come along to yak if, if they're already out and they're part of the Gay Straight Alliance at school and all that. Yeah, look, Crusader, I think there might be those two type of people. There are those ones that this is the first time they've ever, ever been in the same room with other same-sex attracted young people. Uh, the ones that are more likely to come and that are out and proud and way along the process are brought by other friends. So lots of people will say, oh, come on, what are you doing Friday night? I'm going out to Yak, so they'll come out, they'll bring. So those are the more confident type. So tell us what happens at a Yak meeting, or not meeting, a Yak gathering. Yeah, it's sort of random chaos. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, basically, uh, my job is just to create this little safe space for young people and they just do what young people do. So they all sort of wander in and put on their iPods and talk about Glee and, <laughs> and swish around, talk about fashion and Minotaur and gaming. And um, we sort of just, we will have a sort of, sometimes we do sort of arts projects. Sometimes like we might, might watch a bit of sort of some documentary or something they're in at the moment. Um, sometimes we do a bit of issue-based stuff. So they might sort of want to go, oh, you know, can we get a trans person in or someone from Bi Victoria or we always talk a bit do a bit of sex ed talkie um 
Yeah, but normally we just go around the circle and just sort of about tell something good that's happened since the last time they were at Yak and something bad that's happened since the last time at Yak. And normally someone will talk about coming out or they told their parents and they had a negative or positive response or they've broken up with someone or they like someone. So it's sort of, you know, pretty much it's run by them and they'll bring up whatever's the most important thing for them. But our job is to make that little safe space that they can talk about shitty things that happen at school or fighting with their parents or breaking up with someone. And how do you broach stuff around safer sex? You know, some young people can be a bit defensive about, you know, yet another adult telling them what to do. How do you get that sort of information out there? Well, they'll always bring up sex. <laughs> so it'll come up at every yak. And then we just talk about like, oh, what are the rules about sex? You know, what's a good way to do this? And what's a good way to do that? And what would be a better way? And then they'll share their own experiences. So instead of me going, oh, this is the way, you know, that they'll, they'll, teach each other about what they really need to learn to know and we're, you know we've a lot more authority than whatever I could say. Mm, mm. One of the interesting things I've found out in the last couple of years is that a lot of same-sex attracted younger women uh, end up actually having more male sexual partners in their life than other young heterosexual or heterosexually identifying women. Have you finding that with the with the under twenty fives that are coming to Yak that, that that there is a little bit of fluidity? In, oh, definitely. Yeah. I would definitely say that's true. Like even within the Yakers, you know that um, they don't don't necessarily keep those heterosexual uh, homosexual dichotomy yeah. they sort of will sort of jump the fence every now and then and that's okay you know yeah. it's, and, oh, it's fantastic yeah <laughs> well I mean that's the good thing about having it at at a, a family plan Victoria because there's a clinic there as well so we can do contraception as well so for lots of the same sex attracted women they don't think about oh well maybe I might need to do on contraception because I'm going to be with women <laughs> but um, sometimes they will be with men and so it's really great to go go downstairs get some um, contraception um, as well as then you can do get all your testing done and I, I guess also these days with, uh, you know, issues around HIV and things like that, probably one of the first points of call with a lot of these younger people is to talk about, you know, condom use every time. And particularly also with um, chlamydia and a whole range of different things. Definitely. There's tons yeah. of gonorrhea around at yeah. the moment. And um, I think sometimes, that's right, they come through the clinic. So someone will turn up at the clinic, will have some testing. And when they do the testing, they'll say, oh, was that with a guy or girl? And they'll go, oh, what? Oh, no, I'm not gay. And they'll say, oh, look, actually, it was with a guy. And then yeah. they'll say, oh, look, there's a yak group. I'm going, you can meet other sort of same-sex attracted young people. So it sort of works both ways as well so young people who do present at the clinic can be fed into yak to find some more social support we're talking with psychologist and community educator from family planning victoria mark camilleri in the studio here with take care on air on joy now mark <laughs> yak i thought stood for some complicated thing but it doesn't tell us how the group got its name well originally actually originally yak started off as a as a 1-800 uh, suicide prevention uh for same-sex attracted young people and then turned into a group and there were just brainstorming like well what do you want to call the group and they were like oh we don't know <laughs> and um, so we just were like well what happens in here and they were like oh we get together and have a yak and that was the way that yak come from so it actually doesn't stand for anything it's just a yak and now that they'll cut out pictures of that big woolly cow yak <laughs> and um, so that's our mascot so what we want to do for uh, Pride March one year is go to the zoo steal all the yaks dye them pink and ride them down Fitzroy right. Street that'd be great yeah Good luck with that, though fundraising yeah, might be awkward right. a lot of, that one. A lot of people think of uh, family planning Victoria as pretty much how it started out around family planning. What What's the history of family planning Victoria? You're moving into more on sexual health, sexuality, and particularly around stuff around 
queer issues. How did how did that all happen? Well, that's right. Originally, it started off giving out the pill in the 1950s. Um, so it was one of the first places that advocated for women to have um, rights over their whether they had a child or not. And I think it sort of kept that sort of advocacy sort of role of being in the forefront. So that's right. In 1993, the first same-sex attracted young person social support group that started in Melbourne. Um, so I think they were sort of, sort of moved within that area of sexual reproductive health. And so we like to sort of think of ourselves as that modern family planning as in um, not family as being the nuclear family but family as in whoever that sort of means to be for you and that's why we see the GLBTI community and same-sex attracted young people as part of families and they're family within themselves. How do you get you know transgender and non-gender women, gender non-conforming young folk involved? Has that been successful? Yeah, yeah, really, really successful. I don't know why. I think um, I started um, doing a bit of counselling with um, a trans man, a, a little, uh, and some of the yakas, the female yakas, have now become guys. And so I think they just sort of start talking word of mouth. And so there was a whole little cohort of um, mm-hmm. of trans men in yak. And um, and once the word got around. They sort of all started getting together, but since now a lot of them have broken off and they're doing that Y gender. Yes, so we were yes. thinking about trying to do a, a trans yak, um, but um, yeah, it became Y gender. Which is really great. That, yeah, it's that, great. Because then it sort of very much becomes around self-determination and sort of, you know, real skills development and community development sort of happening by the young people themselves. Can you, um, like, describe the, the YAC room at the Action Centre? What, what's it like? What, what will young people see when they sort of turn up there and 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 do you have any facilities there that they can also use yeah um well the yak room is just like a great big giant room it's sort of got posters and bean bags and music and we put up a dart objective all like pictures of them in pride march because you know young people love seeing themselves <laughs> and um, so there's lots and lots of pictures that we just sort of put up uh, photos of them at pride march and midsummer so we go to pride march midsummer do queer film festival every year and um so we do a few community events um being bags everyone just sort of hangs out sort of rolls in sort of as they roll in but there is a clinic downstairs and that sort of game bean bags and sort of got graffiti painting and sort of really big waiting room that's where all the doctors and nurses are so we've got a few sort of clinic rooms as well but it's a very youth-friendly environment so joy's on all the time in our waiting room yay yay hey out there <laughs> and we have all the um queer newspapers so that's um good and the, the also directory and any other mags that we sort of so we have cherry and a lot and things like that so basically it's really really safe space for them to hang out. It is their space. And how many young people would turn up normally? Look, we're getting around about 30 to 32, 35, wow, that's so 36 cool. young that's people. Amazing. I know, it is yeah. amazing. I think what happens is um, as they go through Flinders Street, they sort of gather up all the sort of <laughs> the young people that sort of hang around there that are sort of uh, queer or queer friendly. And um, so they sort of all come as a little cohort. I think it's because it's at night time as well and it's a Friday night. So it's after school on a Friday night. You know, it's Friday. You don't want to go home, you know, with the parentals. So um, off to Yak in the city. And then after Yak, they sort of go off and, you know, have dinner and eat and laugh and talk and hang out in the city. It's really good. It's great. Oh, I love it. It's just so cool. Now, now, can you tell us a little bit about some of the other things that Family Planning Victoria do in terms of the queer community? I know there's one which is the Sexual Health and Diversity yeah, Enterprise, which you're doing yep. with VAT Show, which yeah. is the Victorian Aboriginal Controlled Health yeah, Organisation. Yeah, organisations. Yeah, yeah, so that um, came out of Mind the Gap is the name of the big program. Yeah. And so that's um, working with – so it's like uh, working with same-sex attracted young people, but it's rural and it's Indigenous. 
population or same-sex attracted young people. And so they have a, a Q&A, which was a leadership program. So it was getting young people, queer young people and, and Indigenous queer young people who are all from rural areas and teaching them leadership skills um, so that they might become uh, the leaders. And that went over three years. Then there was Shade, which was grants that were giving out in, for, in the rural um, and regional areas. And that was to deal with sexual health and anti-homophobia. And then finally, there was um, uh, resource building and... Um, and then there was some training for doctors and nurses on how to work with same-sex attracted young people. All right. So if people are interested either in YAC or all of the work that uh, Family Planning Victoria do, how do they find out about you? It's all on the website. So it's just fpv.org.au. So fpv.org.au. Yeah, fpv. So F for Freddie, P for Percy. So familyplanningvictoria.org.au. That's right. Okay. Freddie, Percy, Victoria. That's right. <laughs> They're all at Yak. And Mark Camilleri. <laughs> been with us, community educator, psychologist with Family Planning Victoria. Sound like they're doing a great job out there. Coming up, Shag Week. It's yes. going to be huge. <laughs> Stay with us. Everybody knows that Joy 94.9 is gay and lesbian radio for everybody. So if you want everybody to hear about your business, you should become a Joy sponsor. You can sponsor a show or the whole station from only $195 per week. Promoting your business on Joy from on air to online is so easy. Call 1300 Joy 949 for more details. 1300 Joy 949. Hope you're having fun listening to us. Over to you, Crusader. Well, everybody, well, actually, I shouldn't say everybody. Most people like a good shag, and there's a whole week oh, of shagging. Oh, I don't. I'm no, just the, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole week of shagging out at Deakin University, and it's actually called the Sexual Health and Guidance Week, which is probably a little bit different. Yes, a bit, yes. but yeah. shag is good. Is it false advertising? We have on the, <laughs> on the line out there at Deakin University, Dean Beck. Dean! Oh, hello. How are you? I, can I tell you, there is plenty of potential out here for a good shag. Oh, well. Oh, well, you'd know, Dean. Yes. Oh, I've been putting it, doing some homework for you and um, uh, handing out a few uh, cards uh, accordingly. Um, hey. all, all of the joystickers now have my phone number on the back of them. <laughs> Good for you. Hey, um, Shag, the, the name itself must attract a lot of attention. What are people coming up and saying? Isn't it such a great name? I think yeah. it's really, really clever, actually. Uh, look, they're um, lining up for the free food. They're currently being entertained by Adam Francis, the comedian. Um, but there are tables and stalls uh, of various organisations from um, uh, PLWHA and uh, Beyond Blue and counselling organisations, as well as Joy, all handing out condoms and stickers and info and stuff. So it's, um, it's, it's great out here. It's a really good vibe, a beautiful day, and uh, the barbecue's working over time. Now, I'm assuming this is mostly for Deakin Uni students. Do you get, like, ring-ins coming in just to check you out? Well, how about I ask uh, Leah Shepard that? She's the campus coordinator for Deakin University's uh, Student Association. Excellent. Leah, thank you very much for joining us on Take Care On Air. Um, tell us a little bit about uh, what your role is for um, the DUSA. Deakin Uni Student Association. Okay, yep. So as the campus coordinator, I run a committee of volunteers. So we set aside days to plan events and campaigns for students so we get to interact and raise awareness of different campaigns and issues that may affect them. Now, Kath just asked me, do you get a number of ring-ins? Uh, because you're on Mutant Way, which comes straight off the highway. Um, Mutant Way, what a bizarre name. <laughs> um, now, uh, do you get ring-ins coming in for uh, free condoms and food? Um, just that. 
quietly they come by, grab what they need, sneak off again. But, you know, it's always there that they can use. I, I don't think anyone could resist shag, that's all. Well, look, there isn't a sign out on the freeway, perhaps there should be. <laughs> We might look at that for next year. Yeah, that might work. And we might put my phone number on, on the bottom of that too. So, um, uh, now, <laughs> Leah, what sort of work has gone into put this together and, and who have you invited to be here today? Okay, so uh, about a month ago we started inviting our organisation volunteers. So family planning have come out, so we'll be calling them up. Do they have staff? Do they have promotion gear? And then we set aside, we had um, our entertainment side, so we get our DJ out here, we get Adam Francis, our comedian, and then we have our volunteers from Deucer itself come out on the day and help run the thing. And Shag Week is at all Deakin University campuses, isn't it? Uh, not just here at Burwood, it's uh, across the board. Yep, so it's a cross-campus event. We like to run our campaigns as a weekly or a daily thing across all campuses. So Geelong and Warrnambool will have similar things. They'll have their markets out, their free food and their night events. Now, apart from the stalls and the live entertainment, tonight there is something full-on at Einstein's Bar. It's called a paint party. Now, this sounds like a disaster waiting to happen. Tell us about it, please. Okay, so the idea is that you can come down, have a drink, listen to our music, and while you're there, you can set up your own painting where you're painting what's in your shag bag. Oh. oh, so it's not a paintball party. Oh, that's what we thought it yeah. was. Like, shame. There's no paint being thrown at each other. No, but they, 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 you can win paintball passes, apparently. Oh, wow, okay. And it is an 18-plus event, I've noticed, on the poster, so I'm thinking body paints might be there as well. Oh, indeed. Hey, so can I just ask, is it Leah? Um, can I just yes, ask... I'll, I'll put you on to Leah, one moment. Okay. So, Leah, what is, what is Shag Week meant to achieve? What's the aim? Okay, so the aim of this sort of week is, uh, you know, we like to connect with our student body, but we're raising awareness of their personal health. And then it's also a chance to show them what kind of guidance we have to our advocacy staff. Um, you know, we just like to put that across to the students and remind them what, that we are here for them. And it's, you know, not just university work, we're here for their emotional needs and, you know, their sexual health needs as well. Oh, fantastic. Now, I understand there's going to be a debate, sex is good for your health. Ah, well, our debate teams have not been able to make it this afternoon. No. Oh, well, yeah. then give so us, we... <laughs> give us <laughs> your point of view on it, uh, Leah. Why is or is... Is not. Or is not sex, sex good, good for, for your, your health? health. Uh, personally, it's yes. good for yourself <laughs> in terms of your well-being and your emotions. I believe it creates good, happy emotions, so I'm all for it. Oh, terrific. That's, that's pretty straightforward, really. So it's running all week. Any other highlights? Um, we have free food on Wednesday and Thursday again, and again we've got our live entertainment and our advocacy staff are out there. Yep. Now, just finally across back to Dean. Yep, sure thing. Yep. Now, so, Dean, yeah. you're out there for joy. I am, covering it uh, for Joy 94.9. <laughs> no sacrifice is too great, hey, Dean? Oh, look, yeah, <laughs> it's a thing that I do. I actually came for the free food and a good shag, so, you know, so far, so good. Excellent. Well, right. thank, thank you to both you and Leah for joining us today on Take Care On Air. It's an absolute pleasure. And Been back reporting live from Deakin University. Keep up the sexual health work. <laughs> keep well, bye ah, He's, he, he's tireless, isn't he, right. for the cause? You're with Take Care On Air with Kath Duncan and Crusader Hillis. And coming up, our good buddy from Goulburn Valley Pride. Oh, there goes Dean, running off to another assignation, no doubt. Uh, Damien will be joining us to give us a bit of a state wrap-up. 
Take care out there. Take care out there. Individual health and well-being through stronger community endeavours. On the line at the moment, not from Shepparton. He's actually talking to us from just around the corner. Is Damien Stevens from GB Pride, Golden Valley Pride. How are you today? Good Damien? afternoon. I'm great. I'm down at the MCG. I just had a lunch. It was yummy. What are you doing in Melbourne, Damien? I was down here this morning uh, at La Trobe at Gay and Lesbian Health Victoria. Um, they were launching the Private Lives 2 um, National Survey of the Health and Wellbeing of GLBT Australians. Yes, we heard that on the news. Anything that stood out for you? Um, well, lots stood out. Um, I, I had a bit of a laugh before at one of the statistics I was reading, um, a laugh in a, um, not, not in a good way. It was saying that 74% of those people living in Queensland um, who are GLBT are fearful of abuse. And I instantly thought of our lovely friend Catter up there um, and, and why the attitudes of those people might be like that. But mm. there's um, a lot of information in there. Like this time around, they've surveyed close to 4,000 people. Um, and um, there's some really interesting things in there around health um, and wellbeing, um, you know, how we interact online, um, mm. you know, all sorts of really, really important things. And it's, it's, it's a great document. Um, you know how you can sometimes pick up a report and you think, oh, I don't want to read this or it's way too long, but it's really informative and really succinct. So I reckon you should have a read. We might even talk about it next week, I think. Yeah. Mm. So <clears throat> what is going on in country Victoria? Well, up in Shepparton over the next month, I've just done our newsletter last night, hot off the press, I can tell you a lot that's coming up <laughs> right across um, Victoria. Um, our favourite, the Bendigo Queer Film Festival, um, is coming up in Bendigo mid-April. So if you um, uh, want to see what I call the, the best of the um, MQFF in Bendigo, then get to the BQFF, uh, April 20 to 22. Um, up in Shepparton uh, on uh, Sunday, the uh, April the 15th, we have a focus group, actually, for same-sex attracted parents um, living outside of Melbourne. Um, Henry is coming up, and uh, Henry Bondusa, for those who know Henry. Um, yep, he's he's working at La Trobe, isn't he? Uh, we spoke to one of his colleagues last week who's working on the Rainbow, Rainbow Families in terms of uh, service providers and, and how well they're being looked after out there. That's it, yeah. that's it. So this study is called Work, Love, Play, um, and mm. it's about understanding the resilience in same-sex parented families. So come up to Shepparton today. Uh, if you live outside of Melbourne, grab some free lunch and, and have a chat. It'd be great. Uh, what else have we got? Um, we have um, a special pre-Easter dinner this Thursday night. If you feel like a, a bit of pasta, come up to Shepparton for the long weekend, but join us for dinner um, this Thursday night. Um, we're bringing a bus down for the same-sex formal in a couple of weeks' time. That's 14th. on the 14th of April, isn't it? That's right. It sure is. Yeah, we've, um, there was an article in the local Shepparton newspaper today about that. They're really good, the Shepparton paper, supporting our events. Um, we're also promoting next year's Mardi Gras trip already, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> we had such a successful um, a successful trip this year. You know, we took our coach of 24 people up there, had an amazing weekend, and we've got a special deal for those registering before the 30th of June this year that if you um, pay your $100 deposit and commit to joining us for a weekend of fun next year, you get this year's prices. So that's a pretty good deal. And hopefully we're going to see a Shepparton or Golden Belly float in the parade or even that's a marches. Mm-hmm. Discussions have commenced. Don't you worry. Good. <laughs> um, lots, lots on down in Ballarat. They've got a, a monthly drinks night now. Their group's called Dorothy's Friends, and on the twentieth of April at the Haida Bar, um, they've got their drinks night down there in Ballarat. Um, Bendigo still has their monthly drinks night on the fourth 
Monday, sorry, fourth Friday of every month as well. So much um, is happening over there in Madonga too, here in Phoenix. All of these groups and websites, you can find them on the Take Care Out There website, and I'm sure you'll mention that website at some point, Crusader, but um, um, there is just a lot going on. A new gay men's prostate cancer support group starting up in Bendigo too. So um, good things being done right across regional Victoria. Brilliant. That's fantastic. And, and what's on for the rest of the day for you, Damien? You're heading back up? I've just had lunch with a friend here and I'm just ducking out to Heidelberg to see my friend um, Carl, Carl Catter, to grab some I Do badges, to take some I Do badges back to Shepparton and get the marriage equality roller coaster rolling up there. Oh, he never stops, does he? Never does. It's the unstoppable, Damien. And we'll be speaking to you again in two weeks' time. Thanks, folks. So have a great time in the meantime. You too. Bye now. Bye. Damien Stevens there, and he will be joining us in another two weeks. Yep, oh. and there we go again. Ah. And next week we've got, a, we've got a couple more comedy festival people coming up, and we've got an academic who's coming in to talk about queering fatness and about <gasps> really? shape and body shape and, and how it's perceived and dealt with in the queer community. I want to talk about fat phobia. Well, that's actually very much a part of the whole Yeah, um, yeah, that whole we'll body be beautiful thing and all that. Well, it's been another fabulous hour here. <laughs> Take care on air. We will be back with you again next week. Thanks to our um, intern, Caitlin, and, of course, Crusader here, who and pulls most of this together, believe Shane it or not. Shane McMaster. Ah, the great Shane. And, of course, Gaz there. <laughs> Without whom, we wouldn't have us. And uh, we'll be seeing you again next week. Lots more music coming up. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.